Hey podcast listeners, Andy Clark here with a new Here in Holland. How about drawing comparisons between life as an expat and life as a polar explorer? Sound crazy? Well, not as far-fetched as you might think. Equally as difficult, but also as as challenging in the positive and the negative ways, um, as as an as an exploration. This is Diane Lemieux, co-author of the book The Mobile Life. It's a hands-on guide for gearing up for and getting the most out of life in a new country. The book, written together with Anne Parker, takes lessons learned from the British explorer Ernest Shackleton and applies them to expat life. The reason why I think Shackleton is a is an extreme example. I mean, the, sort of the best example we could have chosen is because uh, not only was he, you know, an incredible planner, but he's known as one of the greatest leaders ever. Intrigued, I certainly was. So I set out to find out more. Uh, my name is Diane Lemieux. I'm the co-author of The Mobile Life, uh, a new approach to moving anywhere. Um, it's a three-year-old book now, so it's not that new anymore, but it's still, I think, um, a new approach. Okay, so you wrote this book to help expats wherever they are in the world. How long have you been in the Netherlands yourself? Because obviously you've moved here too. Yes, um, this is my third time in the Netherlands. So now I've been back uh, from Africa for two years, um, and I lived here uh Seven years before, uh, earlier, no, nine years actually. We were here for a long stint before, um, and three years earlier than that as well. So we've been moving around. I've moved, um, I've lived in 11 countries. In I've lived in tw two of those countries three times. I've been moving since I was three years old. So the book is actually a result of a whole lot of experience and mulling and thinking about the issues of moving. And in the book, you have a comparison with the British adventurer Ernest Shackleton. And that seems a bit weird. I mean, being an expat is not kind of comparable to Antarctic expedition in 1914, is it? No. Well, yes, it is, actually. <laughs> we we really felt very strongly that moving to live in a different country was actually a, uh, um, an experience like something that is um, equally as difficult, but also as as challenging in the positive and the negative ways, um, as as an as an exploration. And I think the basic basic fundamental point of the book is trying to give people control over their experience. And if you look at it from the point of view of an explorer and how an explorer would tackle the preparation and the experience of actually going through something very difficult, something where uh, unknown, where unknown things would happen, um, we really felt that there was a, a comparison that you could make with exploration. So the point is really planning, and that's what the analogy comes in with with Shackleton in the book. And you have that throughout the book, then different examples of, of planning and how it relates to an adventure, an exploration. Those are key themes. The reason why I think Shackleton is, a, is an extreme example, I mean, the, sort of the best example we could have chosen, is because uh, not only was he you know, an incredible planner, but he's known as one of the greatest leaders ever. And so we look at the experience of moving, not only as a personal experience, but many people move with families. And so you're a leader of your own experience, but you're also the leader of your family's experience. And we mean this both the husband and the wife and whoever the main reason for moving is. It could be the husband's job or the wife's job, but both of those as team members are both 
leaders of their family's experience through that change. And that's, you know, Shackleton is an incredible example of leadership. He went through something that was horrendous, and he managed to get all of his people out and he didn't stop, you know, he was determined to make it a success in a very different way from what he had ex- expected the success to be in the beginning. And that's a key theme of the book, then make a success out of it, because you may face unexpected challenges, then I guess. Well, that's just it. I mean, every time you move, it's it is there is the unexpected that happens. So what do you what do you expect to have happen? What do you expect to experience? What do you expect to get out of your life? Um, and then what really happens? And, and what are the things that life throws at you? We want to also look at the experience of moving to one place as a stage in your life goals. For Shackleton, the, uh, his ex- expedition was one expedition. It had a goal on its own, but his longer-term life goal was to be an explorer, to be known to be a, a famous explorer. So how do the different moves that you make, make it could, you, maybe it's one move, but how does that fit into your life goals? So I think when you look at it like that with a, a longer arch, um, in your in your in your life, it enables you to not get bogged down in the little issues, the daily issues. So we, for instance, we use an example in the book about microscopes and telescopes. So when you are in a new place, you look at the the place with through a microscope, and you see all of the tiny little problems. And you look at your the last place that you were living at with the telescope, and it looks fantastic. The grass is super green. And um, so I think using this longer term arch that we get through um, Shackleton, we we try to get both of those sort of perspectives to help people stay in control of the experience of change. And in, in your experience, is that something people miss then? They're not in control. They don't do enough of this planning. They don't do enough of kind of looking at their expat experience in terms of longer term goals. It might be kind of short term opportunism. Yeah, I think there's there's different kinds of people who, who move. Um, the people that we wrote the book for, I mean, there's, you know, there's people who just, who do this life like I have done, you know, from birth. Uh, you just get on with it. You ha- It's not that you don't have a hard time sometimes, but that you, you people just sort of get on with it. But you have sometimes people who move for a reason that might not be the best one for them. So it's easy when you're in on a location to say, well, I'm not happy, but it's my partner's fault or it's my boss's fault. It's the company's fault. It's the country's fault. And what we try to do is say, well, all of those things are facts and, you know, what is it that you want to do for yourself? You're the one who's in control of your happiness in any given situation and you always have a choice. You can you can actually always leave. You know, we don't, we don't say that that's a good thing, but it might be the only solution that you have. Um, Shackleton needed to make a decision at one point. He couldn't make his goal. He could have given up. He needed to make sure that now that he was in a situation where he could no longer achieve his goal, what was his new goal? His new goal was to get his men out alive. Yeah, and so you need to keep those kinds of choices and decisions in your own hands at all times. And and what are some of the common mistakes then that expats make when they're going to a new country? Yeah, I think probably the biggest error that people might make who find themselves in a situation where they're very unhappy in in a new location would be to not having committed to 
finding solutions to make their life the one that they want to have, that happy life that they need to have. It's a lot about problem solving. And again, that's where the, the analogy with an explorer who's facing a whole array of problems and new problems that are going to come up all the time. He has to be able to be adaptable and, and be able to deal with whatever is thrown up. And that's a bit like the expat situations is what, is what you're saying in your book, I think. Am I right? Exactly. It's exactly that. It's really the, the book ba- is based on um, change management, which is about problem solving. It's about setting goals. It's about um, solving those problems. But it's also about understanding yourself and knowing how you as an individual deal with change and deal with difficult situations and um, being consciously aware of what it is that you're going through and not allowing sort of, because what happens is that so much happens, you know, you arrive in a new place or even years on, you can have one of these big dips where you're like, wait, is this really where I thought I was going to be and what I was going to be doing? Um, Are you conscious of what you're going through and then get the resources that you need to make those changes for yourself? You're listening to the Here in Holland podcast with me, Andy Clark, and my guest is Diane Lemieux, co-author of the book The Mobile Life, A New Approach to Moving Anywhere. The authors say moving to live in a new country is an adventure equal in scope to the expeditions of great explorers. In a minute, we'll hear about what to do if your expat life hits the doldrums. Even years on, you can have one of these big dips where you're like, wait, is this really where I thought I was going to be and what I was going to be doing? Um, Are you conscious of what you're going through and then get the resources that you need to make those changes for yourself. But first, a call out for you to share the Here in Holland podcast with family and friends and a reminder to subscribe if you haven't already. It's super easy via an app on your smartphone. iPhones already have the podcast app pre-installed. It's purple and even says podcast. Just open it up and search for Here in Holland and hit subscribe. It's free and you'll get all of the episodes to date. And if you have an Android phone, then first download a podcast app in the Play Store. Podcast Addict is a good one. And then search and subscribe. Here in Holland, of course, is the name. The podcasts are also on SoundCloud if you prefer that route. And you can even check them out on the website hereinholland.com. And I'd love to know what you think about the podcast, so get in touch with me. Facebook.com forward slash podcast here in Holland. Or you can message me there. Or you can send me an email to hereinholland at gmail.com. Okay, back to the show. Is your book for for people who are considering moving as an expat for the first time or is it for expats who've been somewhere for a long time? Who's it for? It's for anybody, really. We've we've had... um excellent uh, comments from people both who were moving for the first time people who had moved and who got um, the the you know who bought the book once they'd already arrived on location but also for people who had been doing this for a while and who suddenly wanted who suddenly looked at the book and thought hey you know what I've actually been doing some things right in the past and these are the things I've learned in the, in the book as well, you talk about maps, again, mm-hmm. kind of the explorer analogy, but uh, translated to expats, international experience. Uh, what are these personal maps you talk about and, and how does that work? We try to separate out sections of the world that you're going to step into in ways that would make it very easy to sort of 
think about in, in different at different levels. So the first map is your physical map, your geographical map. It's very disconcerting when you wake up in a place that you don't know Um you know how to how to how to navigate how to get through this place in your daily life so um your physical map is a very important map um that you can already start drawing the outlines of before you arrive and you can consciously try to map out the geography of the place that you're at once you're there so it it turns you into a little bit of a of a consciously into a um an explorer and it makes it a fun process is is that idea of actually coloring out your maps and where is your favorite little cafe going to be and where how far is it to get to what's the traffic like those kinds of issues so your second map the second level are your activities so in our daily lives we have more than our work and our home we need to have you know a full life our, our activities you know is in your last place was the, your favorite thing to do was it your going to that cafe or was it going to the cinema or was it theater was it what you know what were the sports that you did those are all your activities that you need to map out as well and you can try and plan those beforehand and see how that fits into your map once you've arrived the last one is your identity map and that's the people that you know and that's fundamental but they're they're really sort of overlapping and obviously it's a sort of a 3D kind of rubik's cube <laughs> that you try to create and set up together um but in i think in thinking about them consciously as maps it helps you plan them out or it helps you stay conscious of what it is that you're going through and why it is that things are different at different periods so we really in the book we try and note these are the things that you could be experiencing this is why and this is what you can do about it so these are practical guides tools that people can use to make uh, an expat experience more palatable more enjoyable even if you have all of these tools what do you do if you get into a real you know difficult time you've maybe been somewhere for a while and you think yeah i'm homesick you know i really don't fit here anymore maybe the work is difficult what's your advice for for expats who are in this kind of more difficult position talk to people talk to people that are positive about where they're living and that have maybe had a similar experience and don't talk to people who are negative about the place where you live and don't talk to people who have never moved before. You need to be speaking to people who have experienced this and who can help you through that process. And I think in the Netherlands we're in the most wonderful place because there are so many people who have been through this experience and really good um um who have set up um either you know consultancies or whatever that can really help you talk through these these issues. and i think trying to muddle through it on your own sometimes is really very difficult but also read the book <laughs> okay that's a good tip of course <laughs> all right expats travel to a country and there quite often is a partner who is not going for the the dream job and the dream lifestyle but is the partner of the person who's got the job usually a woman and sometimes known as the trailing spouse i'm not sure if that's a derogatory term or not but but uh, what's your advice for 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 those people the partners of the person who's made the kind of decisive move and and they're along for the ride as it were yeah i i don't believe in along for the ride i don't use the word trailing spouse um i think that th- this is really part of this book um 
as a partner, and it could be the female, it could be the male, like, you know, whoever it is that's the one who's following or who's joining along with someone, the decision, and we make this very clear in the book, you need to make the decision to move for yourself. There has to be something in it for you. How are you going to grow? What is it that you are going to do, achieve, accomplish, grow? How is this move going to be a part of, a step in the larger arch of your life? Um, it's vital. It's fundamental. If it's not if it's not, it will never be a positive experience. And I think that that for me is absolutely fundamental. I, 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 when, when I hear women's using these, this terminology, the trailing spouse, I'm just the accompanying partner. I'm the wife of, um, yeah, it makes me a little bit sad (laughs) because it, it shouldn't be that there should be a negotiation. We talk about how families, the, the kinds of ways that families can talk together, even for your children, making it, giving them goals and accomplishments and, and growth possibilities in, in any move that they make. Um, this must be something that you do for yourself and you need to be very conscious of that. And if it isn't, then that discussion has to be had. Why would you move somewhere and not gain from it? Why would you upend everything that you know, all of your friends and your networks and your your routines and your geography and the whole thing for something that you know you don't want or that is not something that you have even considered? And it can be something like not working or not, you know, taking care of the kids. It could be an opportunity to do that. Whereas if you were back home, you would still need to be working. It it can be so many things for so many different people, but there has to be something in it for you. I guess it brings us back to the team, huh? the explorers team. Everyone has their role. It has to be a team. Everyone has to be pulling in the same direction. Otherwise, it's going to be a disaster. Exactly. If the if if you don't bring your whole team together with you in a positive way on that, if you're the one who's moving and you have not made that conscious decision to help your team find their goals, then at some point or other in that period of time at that new location, people are going to turn to you and say, I'm not happy. And it's your fault. It's not really, but it is in the sense that you, you, you needed to have created that goal, that, that, that unified, um, Bond, And that's where Shackleton comes in. And that's why we show, we, we are able to use his experience to show that this is fundamental. It's absolutely fundamentally important. Diane Lemieux there, co-author of the book, The Mobile Life, A New Approach to Moving Anywhere. She was my guest this time around and was talking about the unique book she's written together with co-author Anne Parker, in which expats are encouraged to plan life like polar explorers do to get the best out of their mobile lives. There are lots more here in Holland podcasts, stories on Dutch directness, tips and advice on coping with loneliness, interviews on how to start a business, how to get married and different ways of learning to speak Dutch. Loads of fun stories and great information for internationals in the Netherlands or people thinking about coming here to live. And remember to share the podcast with family and friends. The Here in Holland podcast exists only online. There's no radio station backing me, so I'm reliant on you spreading the word. 
And if you haven't subscribed already, then please do so and get all editions direct to your device. It's all free. And remember to let me know what you think of the podcast. Facebook.com forward slash podcast here in Holland is a good place to do that. I post lots of other interesting stuff about the Netherlands on the Facebook page too, so be sure to like that and get involved with the discussion over there. The podcasts are also on my website, hereinholland.com, and on SoundCloud too. And remember... What is it that you want to do for yourself? You're the one who's in control of your happiness in any given situation, and you always have a choice. And use that choice wisely. Choose Here in Holland. Subscribe today. By the way, there's a link to the book, The Mobile Life, in the show notes. Themobilelife.eu is the website. Okay, thanks again.